You're listening to the Freelance Blend Podcast, Episode 14. Welcome to the Freelance Blend Podcast, where we entertain, educate, and engage freelancers from the Philippines and across the globe. And now, here's your host, Marv De Leon. Hello everyone and welcome to Freelance Blend. This is our 14th episode. Thank you again for joining us and continuing to subscribe. So now for our episode, I'm happy to have Miss Jamie Pizarro. So I've been a fan of Jamie Pizarro even if I have haven't I if even if I'm not a runner. So I see her in her blog, of course, thebullrunner.com, and also yung the Bullrunner magazine um, in in coffee shops. They're giving it for free, so I was really intrigued, and I, I wanted to pick her brain and find out how she started running and also blogging, and how she was able to manage all of those, including the magazine and those events, and also having a large community, which. Uh, although totally iba yung community namin, freela- freelancers ang community natin and siya is uh, runners, I still see a uh, connection or parallelism between us. So, I enjoyed this episode. You can hear it that, um, yun, it's, parang it's really a casual conversation and but at the, at the same time, it's very inspiring and uh, you learn a lot. So, Guys, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Good evening, everyone. I'm very excited. We have with us Jamie Pizarro of thebullrunner.com, a very popular website for runners. So, hi, Jamie. Hello. Hi, thanks for having me, Marv. You're welcome. We're we're very, very honored. Wow, the bullrunner is here. (laughs) The bullrunner is landed. Thank (laughs) you. So, um, how are you? I'm good. It's another busy day here. I'm at home. Um where I always am at night. I I um extended our bedtime just for you today. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I usually sleep early because I work out in the morning. So yeah. I'm a morning person actually. Wow, I'm so So honored. this is for you. Thank you very much. <laughs> what what's your bedtime? <laughs> Uh, eight, actually, 8 o'clock, we kind of oh. prepare na for bed with okay. the kids. Wow, I'm so yeah. honored and shy a bit. Embarrassed <laughs> that. I'll, I'll get you, ano, puyat. <laughs> <laughs> no naman, no naman. Okay lang. So, uh, did you run today? Today, no, I swam. Ah, swam, yeah. So, yeah, I, I saw nga in your uh, blog that you're now into... Try. You're a triathlete yeah. now. Um, or... you know, I I got into try as early as 2009. Actually, I was doing short, like trying to get into try at the time. I was a runner already, but I was um joining short triathlons, and then I stopped, and then I did um Cebu Ironman Ce- Cebu 70.3 mm-hmm. in 2012 and 2013, mm-hmm. but. Still, I don't call myself a triathlete. I call myself a runner more. A runner more. Yeah, yeah I think I got into triathlon, into swimming and biking, mainly 
to improve my running. Mm-hmm. So still, if you ask me what I am, I still call myself a runner. Like I still, every year, mm-hmm. I still prioritize running and marathons over triathlons. Because mm-hmm. uh, I run only during uh, Christmas time. From, ah, to, from my, to, to burn the caldo. No, from my ano, inaanak. <laughs> Corny. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Let's take that out. Okay, you just scared away all the potential in <laughs> Anyway, so can you talk more about yung start, how you got into running, and okay. uh, who you were before the blog, the bullrunner.com? Okay. Um, so I started running at the age of 30. Prior to that, I had no sport. In my entire life, I would dabble into like Taekwondo for a semester just to get out of PE. Um, I'd go to the gym for like a couple of months to try to lose weight. But basically, the way I tried to maintain my weight was through star- starving myself. It was really that. So there, I was. I had no athletic bone in my body. And then um, at the age of 30... One day, a usual day with my girlfriend in a coffee shop, one mm. of my girlfriends said that she could run on the treadmill for 30 minutes. And I just suddenly thought, hey, maybe I can do that too so that I could lose weight. Because at the time, um, I had two toddlers. Mm. So I couldn't lose the last 5 to 10 pounds from giving birth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I got home that day. That very same day I got home, I downloaded a program online which they said would take me to run 30 minutes straight on a treadmill within two months. So I followed it to the letter. True enough, after two months, I could run already on the treadmill. And that was like, for me, it was like the biggest achievement. Mm-hmm. Um, so prior to that, I was basically a freelance graphic designer working from home. My life was my family. I didn't really have any goals for myself. I was just so focused on the kids. When I learned how to run, when I could run that 30 minutes straight, it's like parang a whole new world opened up to me. I found a, a short race which was called the Pinayan Action, a 5K run, and that became my next goal. It was to run outdoors. And so I joined the race. This was like um, March 2007. I joined the race. I loved it. I loved the atmosphere of the race. I loved running the race. And so when I ended that race, I knew I was hooked. That was basically the start of everything. Yung Immediately, I knew I just wanted to run for the rest of my life. So that's what started it all. Mm. You on? Uh, Though, is it a blog post that you read? Do you still remember which or what blog post? Ah, the one you the- read online about running for thirty minutes straight. I it was a, actually you know I just googled um, parang train run. Run, I don't even remember actually what I googled. Parang run mm-hmm. 30 minutes or learn how to run, whatever. And then I stumbled on a couch to 5K program. And now if you Google couch to 5K, there's actually um, different programs that will guide you to 
gradually increase your mileage from zero to yon five k. It will take you super um gradually so that you don't get injured. So basically, in the start, you're gonna be walking more and running a bit, and mm. then as the program progresses. You'll find yourself running longer, like kunwari, dati five minutes lang yung run mo, nagiging six minutes na, seven minutes. That's how safe the program is. So if you Google that now, a number mm. of programs will come up na for you. So that's couch to 5K. Yeah. So we'll yeah. put that in the show notes so that people can see uh, what inspired you yeah. to run. Yeah, it's I still there, printed, pa. I printed it out lang. Um, mm-hmm. followed it to the letter, it really will take you to um, get to run your 5K without any injury. Because it's so safe. It's not like, you know how some people say, I'll try to start running, then tomorrow they'll lace up and try to run 15 minutes straight. And mm-hmm. then they're so tired, they're huffing and puffing, then they'll say, I, I quit because yeah. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. The thing is, the secret is to take yourself gradually to increase your running in between walking until you can run straight. Mm-hmm. Yon. And then, how, when did you start the bullrunner.com? Okay, so the race that I joined, that Pinayan Action was March, and I knew I was hooked. By May, um, I joined, I, I got a running coach, and then he ran with me outdoors. And so parang, wow, I was so inspired. We would run like every every other day of summer. Mm-hmm. And like within a few weeks, yon, on my birthday, that was May 5, I had nothing to do that afternoon. I was on our dining table and I just said, you know, I'll just start a blog on running. Because I would talk to my friends or to my husband or to my family about running and none of them ran. And so they couldn't relate. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I needed to release all the, all this, uh-huh. these emotions <laughs> about running, about how passionate I was. And then at the same time, I wanted to join more races. But if I look, when I looked online, there was actually none. There was no info on races. I had to go through the sports section of newspapers every day to look if there was an upcoming race. So my goal also was to provide information for runners like me who there online want wanted quick information about it. Uh so there on my birthday I basically I'm a graphic designer like you mm-hmm. and so within like I within like 30 minutes I thought of the name the ball runner I designed the logo I wrote the first blog post and the about section, siguro 30 minutes to an hour to buy the domain name and everything, posted it all up. And I thought, okay, no one's gonna read this. <laughs> so I even emailed my friends, guys, please comment naman para at least halatang may nagbabasa. So mm-hmm. basically, that was it. I thought it was just gonna be more of like my journal for running na on the side, my calendar of events for races. That was mm-hmm. basically it. It was quick, and I didn't think of what it would be in the future. No business planning or anything. It was really just quick mm-hmm. there. Was that your very first blog ever? Yeah, yeah. 
Wow, tapos in just 30 minutes, you were able to think of a name and... Yeah, super name. quick. I just studied the... I mean, the WordPress naman is pretty mm. easy to yeah. to mm. understand. So, yeah, I just bought the domain name with... How fast can that be, diba? Mm. Um, there, designed the logo. Thinking... Yun nga, it was so yeah. simple because I thought no one naman will ever see it. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yun. Kasi so, like, for myself, ang tagal ko inisip yung freelance blend and even yeah. the... <laughs> You know what? I realized. I think it was a blessing for me that I didn't think of it as a business. Mm -hmm. I didn't think of anyone even reading it. Mm -hmm. It, And that when I thought of, um, parang so when I thought of it, it was really just out of passion. Yung Mm -hmm. it came out so authentic. Even when I read. Uh, the first few posts that I I wrote at that time, it was just so raw and so authentic because mm. I didn't even think anyone was going to read it. So for me, that's a blessing because like now, now that you know so many people are reading it, diba? Mm-hmm. Um, that you can influence people who read it, um, Diba? Um, parang syempre, you, you have, you sometimes have to think twice about what you write. You have to be more careful because of course you have a responsibility also now as a blogger. It sometimes acts against me because you, you, you edit mm-hmm. and diba? Mm-hmm. It's not as raw and as authentic anymore as the initial blog posts in the early years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still as truthful, it's still honest, it's still unbiased, but it's just different when you just write or design something na five minutes out of passion mm-hmm. as opposed to something you work on for an hour and you edit mm-hmm. and really try to make it pretty, make it sound nice. It's just different. Mm-hmm. So, ayun, I like it more when I felt like no one was reading. Because I could be talagang, wow, all out. I could say anything. Mm. <laughs> Ayun. So, you started the blog uh, even if you were not yet an expert in running. So, parang naging, yun nga, a journal yeah. of you as a beginner. Tapos, siguro, people connected because they also would like to learn or learn with you, di ba? As yeah. you... As you Actually, yeah, because, you know, I think... When I started, I didn't even take the time to study what blogging was about. Mm-hmm. So, now you know, if you start a blog, I mean, if you read about blogging now, it's like you want to be the expert mm-hmm. in your field. It's always like that. You want to turn out to sound like the guru in running or whatever. Me, I wanted to grow with the readers. Mm-hmm. So I never even came off as an expert, actually, even until now. Mm-hmm. I don't call my people sometimes call me coach. And mm-hmm. I get like, I, I, it's uncomfortable for me because I don't consider myself a coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't consider myself an elite athlete or mm-hmm. even a super, like super strong athlete. I'm basically just your typical runner who tries to balance her life 
and everything on the plate and still tries to find time to live an, to live an active lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So, um, ayun, yeah. I started the blog talaga uh, giving tips that I would learn through reading and research. I would cover events, races that I joined and I would write the pros and the cons as if reviewing them and basically just really talked about my passion for running. So yun lang, never, actually until now, I've never called myself an expert. Even like with marathons, I give tips to beginners based on my experience, but I'm just uncomfortable talaga like acting like I know everything because I really don't. I mean, there's so much to learn about running. Even for me, who's been running now for like 2006, so eight years. Eight years. There, yeah. Yeah, siguro people appreciate that. And they see, they see naman if you're just pretending and, yeah. and they, they appreciate your authentic, na you're, nga, you're not an expert. And actually, some people nga would most likely uh, parang they get intimidated if kung expert there. If you're so parang, expert, oo. So yun, they true. can relate uh, with true, you. True, true. So like what I do is, kunwari, they have um, questions that they can answer, then yes, I'll help. But like if there are questions that are too technical for me, then I'll refer them to a coach, one of my running coaches, diba? Mm. Um, there. Mm. But yeah, even like kunwari, I'm invited to speaking engagements. Mm-hmm. If they say that I need to teach like the proper form for running, I'll say I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to hire a coach for that. But what I can do is I can give a talk on running, an inspirational talk to you want to mm-hmm. inspire yeah. and motivate runners or non-runners who just want to start. Mm-hmm. Just like you yeah. when you started. Just like me before. Na mm-hmm. Talagang no sport at all. <laughs> <laughs> diba? So from from yung 2000 you started the blog, how were you able, how did it grow? Is it talagang organic na natural? Kasi uh-huh. at that time, siguro 07, wala pa yata Facebook, 08 yata wala. yung popularity wala. ng Facebook. Yeah. So Friendster Actually, pa lang. you know, I liked it more when there was no Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Parang Facebook killed the Blogging. commenting section of blogs. Yes. Diba? Yeah. Um, so the way it started was, I would just write. I would really just write and write and I wouldn't care if it was read or not. Well, I, the, I only emailed my friends diba, to read it and comment mm. para at least may laman yung comment section. But, mm-hmm. but like I would just write and write and write. Um, and then... What happened was, during like 2007, yeah, parang we, there was a small group of running bloggers and we just bonded together virtually. Mm-hmm. So initially, we were like four. One mm-hmm. guy was from the States. Um, three of us were in Manila. Not all of us actually were running bloggers, but all of us were bloggers who ran. And me, ah, I was okay. purely a running blog, but the others were bloggers who would once in a while write about running. Mm-hmm. What happened was, 
we were reading each other's blogs every day. We were our only audience, the four of us. Mm-hmm. And we would support each other. And you would get excited to to post a blog because, you know, at least three people would read it. Mm-hmm. Diba? So, ganun lang siya. Mm-hmm. And then, mine for my blog, I think within six months, it just picked up for some reason. I don't even know how it all started, but more and more people started reading it. Um, I got more and more comments every day. I started to uh, bond with the people who were reading it. Like you'd get excited to open your comments because you had fr- virtual friends already who you knew would read the blog consistently. And then um, I think by 2008, 2009, the running boom had started. And modesty aside, people will still um, tell you now, parang you don't know. It's it's like a chicken and egg thing. Mm-hmm. We don't know if like my timing was perfect that I came in to blogging right before the running boom. Mm-hmm. While others will say that the blog as well as other elements such as Coach Rio um, mm. and other key key figures in the running community, they're saying that maybe we were the ones who fueled the running boom. So either way, I think it was still a great time to come in for me because I started before it running picked up. So by 2008, the blog won in the Philippine Blog Awards. Wow, so there congrats. was like, Two categories in the sports. In the in sports, it was a best blog post, so that's a single blog post, and best sports blog. TBR won both in the sports category. So basically, I took away the, the two awards in that in that sports category, and then after that, ayon pum just really picked up na. So mm-hmm. two two thousand eight and two thousand nine, I would say I was like. Working like crazy. I mean, non-stop blogging talaga and events and everything. So, maybe nga, no, na it all came together, yung boom ng running, and then you, you mentioned nga that um, there were other also other bloggers who were probably also talking about you. So, word of mouth plus oh, the award oh. pa. Yeah. So, it all talagang, all at the same time, helped get you get your blog noticed yeah yeah i think so i i guess it's a combination of all those factors and then hard work because it i mean in the start you think that it's all fun and games but when you have to blog for for i was blogging at the time like four or five times a week um if i run a race let's say on a sunday i would release a review for it mm-hmm. within an hour after the race. Pagod ka pa wow. sa race, pero <laughs> nagre-review ka na ng race. So, it was hard work also. But at the same time, I didn't feel like working then because it was still my passion and it still is. So, it's still fun for me after eight years of blogging, diba? So, you mentioned earlier that uh, you're also a graphic designer. So how did yeah. you balance that, yung blogging, running, with your day job, yung 
Yeah. You're um, a freelancer also. Freelancer. freelancer. Uh, up to now? Yeah. Wow. So the, I mean, the great thing about freelancing is you can reject jobs if you're too busy, <laughs> right? So, um, I've been accepting less and less jobs, actually, because I've just been really too busy with the blog. And then when the magazine, because I created the Bull Runner magazine in, 20, in 2009, mm-hmm. I was the graphic designer for my magazine. Mm-hmm. I was marketing. I was the editor-in-chief. Basically, a one-woman team mm-hmm. along with the blog. And mm-hmm. so I was ba- the designer of the magazine. And that was, that pretty much kept me busy already. So mm-hmm. I would accept jobs every now and then lang. Um, now, I just have like one major client that I accept regularly. Smaller jobs if like for friends na lang, but if it gets too busy, I I say no na. Mm-hmm. But like for my events kasi, like I have the Bullrunner Dream Marathon. I, I'm the designer also for that. Mm-hmm. So it's perfect actually, diba? You don't yeah. have to uh, wait for the designer to work on your projects because you're the designer. Yeah. And I don't have to ask for approvals from clients when mm-hmm. I revise something. So everything is quick. I like working fast. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm, ve- I'm a very fast worker. I decide quickly. I work on things quickly. And that's the way I want it. So mm-hmm. it works very well for me. Yeah. So you're really a runner even in <laughs> job mode. Yeah. Like I'm chasing something all the time, mm-hmm. even with the way I work. So um, what's your specialty Yung sa graphic designing? Uh, pre- so, n- I used to um, specialize in newsletters. Mm-hmm. So, I ha- I handled like big and small companies' newsletter. I designed it. I was editor also. Um, I also wrote for Maxi, Maxi Bulletin. That's the store of... That's a newsletter for the group of companies owned by Pia Cayetano mm-hmm. before. So before she became senator, actually. Um, I like doing logos mm-hmm. and yon, posters, ganon. Mm-hmm. Ba- really, really basic stuff. But now I design the book for Weddings at Work. So there, yeah. there weddingsatwork.com. We'll show, we'll show those uh, designs uh, again through a link uh, in the podcast. Yeah, uh, in yeah. The show notes. So I, I can relate because ayun, I also love designing logos and graphics, even for the podcast and the website. And you, yeah. you're right, na you don't have to have it approved because you're you're the you're diba? the one who decides. It's Pero, so much easier. Mm, were you? Did you study design or self-taught? Um, self-taught. I I was always into the arts. So I was yung, alam mo yung in grade school, someone needed a drawing for a homework, people mm. would run to me. Mm. Or, diba? I was the, the artist in the class. And uh. then in college, and I would also paint, I would doodle a lot, uh, draw c- cartoons a lot. Mm-hmm. In for college, I wanted to take up fine arts in UP, but my dad didn't allow me. Mm-hmm. So I took up management economics in Ateneo, and then when I graduated, I worked for a while in the stock market. Then I got into brand marketing, and so I was I worked with ad agencies, mm-hmm. and in brand, 
I found myself spending more time doing PowerPoint presentations, um, revising logos from the ad agency, basta all the all the art stuff. Mm-hmm. And so when I got married, I quit. And I knew already I wanted to get into graphic design. So I studied it on my own, um, started accepting clients on my own. And that's pretty much how it all started. So I ended up in the arts, even if my dad didn't want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there. So you're, you're, you said you still have a client now, but is it a local client or is it? That's weddingsatwork.com. Ah, okay, okay. So yeah, they're, they're, uh, I think they're the number one bridal or wedding mm-hmm. website in the country. So they publish two books a year, which is the Bride's Yellow Pages and the Wedding Primer. Mm-hmm. I design both. So we have those two every year. Pretty big projects and pretty busy when we start working on it. So those are the two those are the two books that are the biggest projects for me and then the rest are my projects na that I design for. So mm-hmm. that would be my race which really stresses me out when I do the designs <laughs> and then the magazine as well. Mm-hmm. For a while I had a magazine also for moms. It mm-hmm. was like um my sister and I partnered. Mm-hmm. So it was called Urban Mom, but I just got so busy, I had to let go of it. And mm-hmm. she runs it now on her own and she got a designer enough for that. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned also uh, you had a magazine for doublerunner.com and yeah. And you said that uh, you had to let it go. But actually, that's, I think, um, I, I mentioned earlier that I'm not uh, really a runner, but I learned about you. I heard about the name Jamie Pizarro because I believe because of the magazine. Ah, so, really? Mm, diba, uh, I think it's usually in the coffee shops. So yeah, in Starbucks. They usually hang out in the coffee shops. So yeah. That's Actually, how that's, I um, you. Yeah, because diba, at 2000, 2009, when I started the magazine, the blog was very strong online. Um, but I knew that some people in the running community never even read blogs mm-hmm. or rarely even went online. So I created the Ball Runner magazine and it's small, it's portable, yeah. it's very, very simple, it's a quick read because the goal was to give it out in races after a race and I didn't want it to be an inconvenience to the runners. So it was small. You can just sneak it into your bag, um, read it while waiting for your friends to finish the race. That was the idea behind it mm-hmm. in order to reach runners who didn't go online. So mm-hmm. it was fun to work on it. I hired only runners mm-hmm. from my photographer to my printer to all the writers. Everyone had to be runners. And then my my condition for each person on the cover was that they had to love running. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be a beginner runner. It could be like an ultra marathoner, but the condition was they had to super love running. So there, I did that from 2009 until this year, mm-hmm. January, I decided to stop um, working on the magazine mainly because I felt like I was doing it already 
um, not, let's say, I don't know how to say it, maybe mm-hmm. not as passionately as when I had started it. Mm-hmm. Um, and me, because when I get into something, I want, I'm 110% into it. Mm-hmm. So it was profitable. It worked very well for me. It complemented the blog and my events. But I felt like, I was just always rushing into it. Yung, I had to get the next issue out mm, and then yeah. I had to work again. It was just so hectic already that I thought um, it was time to let go and focus again on my main thing, which was the blog. Mm-hmm. So what I'm doing now is uh, the magazine kasi was more of informative, like uh, tips on running and races and stuff like that. Whereas my blog was more personal. So what I'm doing now is I'm going to relaunch the blog soon. And mm-hmm. it's going to combine what I had in the magazine and the blog. So mm-hmm. I think that's what I'm pretty excited about. Since now then some people are going off print na, diba? Yeah. More people are going online. I thought it's high time that I focus as well online na. Mm-hmm. Well... Um, you you mentioned nga na um the magazine was profitable at the time, but yeah. now uh probably not as much, uh, not as profitable as before. So I'm curious. Um, when did you start um getting or when did you start monetizing on the blog? And uh, you mentioned kasi nga that uh, at first you were having freelance clients from your graphic design, and then you had yeah. to uh let go of some of the clients to focus on the blog. So, yeah. um, so most likely the blog is uh, in a way supporting you already. So, uh-uh. when did you start uh, monetizing on the blog? Yeah. Um, well, for me, kasi, I never, well, basically, I never get into something purely for the profit of it. Mm-hmm. I think I'm lucky in that sense because my husband works full time. Mm-hmm. So, it's not like I have to earn a certain amount per month. So, in that sense, I'm not pressured at all. And I don't reach the point that I'm desperate to make something earn, diba? And to mm-hmm. milk the money out of it because I need the money. Um, It's always been parang, if it's there, then great. If it's not, as long as I don't lose money, then I'm fine, diba? As long as you break even. So anyway, um, so what happened with me is that I never really wanted to sell out on the blog. Kasi ba, it's still, yung parang it's, there's no rule with blogging, di ba? Mm-hmm. Until now. So it's like you create your own blog and you decide for yourself if you want to accept ads, if you want to accept paid posts, diba? Mm-hmm. Um, it's always been like that. So what happened with me was that when I, I, I never really sold the blog, I never um, asked, went up to an advertiser and say, would you like to advertise on the blog? Mm-hmm. Um, I would do that only for the magazine mm-hmm. because the magazine needs to cover printing costs, yeah. diba? Which is, I'm um, sure it's expensive. Diba? Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's why I actually planned it out that the blog would be personal topics. Mm -hmm. The magazine would be more like a real magazine because it would be paid for by advertisers. Mm -hmm. So, 
um, what happened was that parang both helped each other mm-hmm. because people would advertise on the blog, uh, on the magazine, and then they'd say, oh, sa blog na rin, even if I never offered it. So parang naging sabay, if an advertiser would advertise on the magazine, they'd parang, oh, sige, we'll advertise na rin on the blog since so it's there. Mm-hmm. Even if I never offered it. So basically, the blog earned through ads. Uh, I felt comfortable selling ad space mm-hmm. because as long as I told the advertiser, um, even if you advertise, diba, I will still write an unbiased review about your shoe or about your event. It shouldn't mm-hmm. affect what I think of your race diba, or mm-hmm. a product of yours. And most, actually all, understood that. Na parang it's separate from my writing. Diba? If you mm-hmm. put an ad space, it's separate. And I felt comfortable with that. So that's how the blog was monetized, really. But until now, I never yun, I never went out to us an advertiser and say, oh, diba? here's my rate sheet and advertise on the blog because I just never felt comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. So even with kunwari, paid posts, I'm yung parang still super uncomfortable with it. I think in the past eight years, I've only accepted like two two paid posts mm-hmm. or three parang ganon. Mm-hmm. So, there. so it's more of uh, advertisers approached you and you yeah. decided whether Even, if it's a yeah. fit I'll say yes or you no know, depending on yon, if I'm okay with it. Even until now, like pro- for products, because I know there are some bloggers who will tell the advertiser, give me a product, then I'll review it. Yung ganon, mm-hmm. me never, I never approached any advertiser to ask for a product so that I get it for free and review it. Mm-hmm. If it's offered, then fine. Not, yeah. Then, ba? I'll, I'll say pa, it's going to be an unbiased review. Get ready because I can say negative stuff. Ganon. But, yon, eh, I just Has never felt comfortable. Has it happened na you had to uh, parang this product sucks or something? Yeah. And actually, the the, I think it's fair na what I did was, oh, I said, I said, okay, I told the advertiser, okay, this is my review of the product. And I gave them na lang the chance to, ano, they said, kung pwede, wag na lang, wag na lang i-post. i-post. Cancel na lang. ba? Cancel mm-hmm. na lang, parang walang nangyari. O yun, yeah. sige, mm-hmm. fine, ba? But, nev- I, I never let, like, a paying advertiser affect my my opinion about a product or a race. Yeah, because again, yeah. people will see through that. Na, ah, yeah, sell exactly. Out na si Jamie, na, uh, I tried the, the product. Sucks, but she said, ala. okay, so. Yeah, they'll know it, eh, mm, Yeah. Um, I think what's changed a lot, though, is how I review races. Because okay. in the early days, parang I was. Kasi, at the start, I thought no one was reading my blog. So, I'd rant about the race. Yung talagang complaining na negative. Mm-hmm. Um, na parang, oh, there's no water in this race. Mm-hmm. And then, diba, the course wasn't good. Because mm-hmm. it was really super critical. But what I learned through the years was that, like, when the running boom began, it's like people became, um, and parang they felt entitled and they felt like they could complain about every race. 
And it became so negative that unlike forums like takbo.ph before, you would read talaga threads complaining about races. Mm-hmm. And it affected, I think, the entire community that people were so critical about each race. Everything had to be perfect. And I felt like it was sort of my responsibility to parang guide the runners into um into seeing the good in a race, mm-hmm. ba? Into um accepting that sometimes race organizers try their best, but it doesn't really work out right. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, my reviews changed in the way I say it lang siguro. Mm-hmm. Yung I wouldn't rant na. I would say, hey, maybe this is a way for the race organizer to improve. Maybe they could add more water or, mm-hmm. um, it beca- I just try to put a positive spin on it and give parang um, uh, more of like a rating na lang, a mm-hmm. review type that's fair. Yeah. And, diba? So parang pros and, and cons na lang yan. Oo, parang ganun mm-hmm. na lang because Yon, if you, if, kasi initially I didn't see how I could influence people. But yon, when I saw that it was turning out to be negative, you really have a, a responsibility na as a blogger mm-hmm. when you're well read mm-hmm. to, yon, to kind of lead the runners towards a, a good place because you basically affect the entire community na. Mm-hmm. Diba? Yeah, and also it might hurt yung, industry, yung running industry. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's what I think was happening in during the running boom. Mm-hmm. Diba? Parang puro pointing of fingers or mm-hmm. talagang complaints. Yung parang kakapagod na after uh-huh. a while. So as the blog was growing, uh, you yourself naman as a runner, you were, all, you, you were seeing improvements in yourself. In oh yeah yeah personally how mm-hmm. running helped me mm-hmm. wow it's it's like it changed my life completely for the better mm-hmm. I mean I imagine like I told you earlier I was a mom who talagang just focused on the kids I I didn't have goals for myself before I became a mom I was corporate so I was very driven mm-hmm. and ambitious and then suddenly I became a mom and I like. I wouldn't, I would just um, spend the day talking to my toddlers, diba? So mm. there was that, that lull in my life. But when running came along, um, physically, it made me lose, it allowed me to lose the weight. I mm. got fit. Um, my endurance was stronger. I rarely get sick now. For the past eight years, siguro what? Less than once a year, I get the flu. Mm. Um, and then mentally, I became more confident. I had goals. Each goal, each race is a goal. Um, you set it for yourself. Then you have something to look forward to in a month or even in the year ahead. You try to achieve all those. Now, when I ran my first marathon, that one, wow, complete, complete change. You know, I just felt so empowered. Um, I felt like nothing could get in the way of anything I wanted because if I survived 42K of mm-hmm. pain, wow. it's like I could do anything. Mm-hmm. So, yun, mentally, socially, I met a lot of people. Most of my friends now are like-minded people who run, who give value to 
taking care of their bodies, who live an active lifestyle. So, yeah, it's just, yeah. it's it's really a gift for me. Um, running has, aside from the fact that it's given me, like, a quote-unquote parang career, it's also allowed me to touch people's lives through the blog, and mm-hmm. especially through PBR Dream Marathon. Mm-hmm. So that one's been actually the main thing now because we clearly see it's like tangible that we change people's lives through the marathon. Mm. So yeah, there. Talk about talk more about uh, the TBR Dream Marathon. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the TBR actually now it's the Bull Runner Unilab Active Health Dream Marathon. The, the, we had our fifth marathon last Feb 16. It's the first and the only marathon in the world that caters to first-time marathoners. Mm-hmm. By marathon, meaning it's a 42K distance. Mm-hmm. So we accept only 900 runners running their first 42K distance. In, in our last race, which was the 2014 race, I don't promote the race. I just write a teaser on my blog. And then I tell them that registration is going to open soon. Uh, the last race, we accepted 800 runners sold out in 37 minutes. Wow. So that's how quick it went. We accept the runners in August and then August or September. And then we give them a training program starting October. From October to February, which is the race day, they follow the program. We meet once a week for running clinics called bull sessions and running talks called bull circles. And we basically form a community of first-time marathoners who will, together, train for their first marathon. And then that all culminates on race day, on Feb 16, which was the last one. Uh, What happens is that you really see each runner grow. Half of the runners from last year's batch were 21K runners. So these were people who have been running na, but mm-hmm. never really ran their first 42K. But the others, we have people who sign up who never ran a day in their lives. So talagang it's more like wow. a hero, zero to hero story. Mm-hmm. Like from nothing, they suddenly find themselves after five months as a marathoner. And... I stand at the finish line every race day and I watch people come in to f- to like cross the finish line of their first marathon and it's it's so emotional because I see that yung their lives change because like me when I first ran my first marathon and then I knew na when I crossed the finish line I was stronger I was more confident that's exactly how they feel so for for us to guide them through it, to help them through it, and to see them successful is like a big thing. And what we've seen through the years is that all these runners who suddenly become marathoners and like heroes um, in the eyes of their family and their friends, the family and the friends who see them also then think, hey, if that person can do it, then maybe so can I. So it's created like a ripple effect wherein people around them will also think, hey, maybe I can try that too. Diba? So mm-hmm. 
there we're slowly in a small way uh, making people realize that their dreams are achievable. It may seem impossible because even for me before, like 42K, no way. Mm-hmm. Diba? First, I couldn't even run 5K. Then now I'm gonna run 42. Mm-hmm. So it sounds so impossible talaga, but it's all achievable with hard work and determination and all the effort you put into it. So that's how um, life-changing it's been for all the runners and even for me. So it's allowed me to give back, um, to pay it forward as well to the new runners. And in the race, we also encourage volunteers to show up. So mostly alumni come to the race to also pay it forward. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're there for nine hours um, supporting the new runners. Mm-hmm. So it's been a chance also for the entire running community to give back also. Mm-hmm. So, parang siyang biggest loser moment, no? Parang so um, emotional, emotional oh, at the end. Na talagang, oh, oh, even more dramatic, I think. <laughs> I'm sure kasi you're, uh, you're with them. Diba? You said every week or... Um, once a month, twice a ah, month we meet twice up. Oh, oh, twice a month. But like through, through thank God for Facebook, like now... Mm-hmm. Um, Yon, they're in touch. The entire batch is in touch all throughout the first, the, the five months of training. So by the time actually race day comes, medyo bonded na sila. They know each other by face. Some of them have created running groups. Mm-hmm. na, barkada na. And most actually from the alumni, um, since they started out with a group of runners in TBR Dream Marathon, Nangyayari as they progress in running and then venture out into, let's say, ultramarathoning or triathlon or other sports, it's the same group na. Parang, mm-hmm. they're like fen- friends for life. Mm-hmm. Parang ganon. You mentioned first in the world yung ganitong type of marathon. Yeah, there's so, no other race like it. Me- non, there's no other um, mm-hmm. race that's exclusive to... First-time marathoners. Ah, Yeah, none. So, we've been, I've been very fortunate. I think when I was planning this race, the right people came along. Like, Mm -hmm. Jim Lafferty is my co-founder. He's actually the one who thought of organizing the race. He's the um, retired GM of Mm P&G. And then, at the same time, like, soon after that, I, I met, the GM of Nuvali, June Bisnar, and he was mm-hmm. actually the one who offered Nuvali to us. Like, he was saying, do the race here. Mm-hmm. And when we saw the place, it was like, wow, idyllic. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you say dream marathon, it was like the dream, dream place to have a marathon. So, the right people came along. Um, and we've been very lucky that we've had great partners who've supported the event. Like, now Unilab Active Health has come in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're able to really go all out. We really give the works to the runners. So actually in our marathon, people will tell you that they're really spoiled because mm-hmm. you have tons of water, tons of Gatorade. Mm-hmm. Um, the volunteers come out and give chippy and gummy bears and mm-hmm. chocolates and everything. So some people joke that actually pag tapos ka na sa race, you gained weight pa. Kasi mm-hmm. ang dami mong nakain during the race. <laughs> 
Because everyone's just offering a lot of food, yeah. um, a lot of drinks, and it's just all fun. Mm-hmm. So it's a positive experience. At least that's why that's what we try to do each year. Mm-hmm. So when's the next one? Are you? Will you be? Can you announce it now or? Um, uh-huh. still in the wraps, you'll just... Um, usually, I think everyone knows na that we we release, uh, we open registration August or September. Mm-hmm. Um, I announced the exact date a few, I, I, I announced the exact date maybe a few weeks before the registration opens. Mm-hmm. So, yon. Usually, August to September, if they check the blog, they're gonna see it there. Then I release it on Facebook. And then you take yeah, in but it about, goes quickly, super about quick. About eight hundred people lang. So you you um, parang if it's above that, they can't Aniyan, join. Sorry. Uh, if it's above eight hundred, the the maximum is about eight hundred. So you have a, a cap, and then if it's you don't accept any more above that cap, oh. the number of registrants. Yeah. Actually, what happened last year? We opened last last year. We Opened it for 800. So, 37 minutes na ubos. And wow. since so many people signed up, we decided to open the slots to 900. So, that's why lang I have the number for 800 runners in 37 minutes, but more than that, that had signed up. That's why we opened na lang the race to 900 in total. Mm-hmm. But I think this year, we're probably gonna cap it na at 900 because we want to keep the race small mm-hmm. so that we can focus on each and every one. I think if it gets too big, it will be a completely different race and it won't be as special anymore. Mm-hmm. So for those who are interested, uh, what are the requirements and uh, the cost to join? Yeah. Can you um, share? With we us? don't have a price yet for the upcoming race but mm. the last race was 3200 so basically you get two shirts one shirt upon signing up another shirt upon finishing the race you have like the nicest medal mm. i mean <laughs> i'm biased but yeah, yeah of course, i designed the, the medal <laughs> but it's like um based on all the marathons i've run here and abroad i try mm. to beat pa new york marathon with how mm. my medal looks Mm-hmm. Um, that's how competitive I am, by the way. But anyway, um, and then so that would include also all the running clinics, all the um, all the running talks. Those are for free, na included in your fee. Mm-hmm. There's a send off party a week before the race, which is like free cocktails. It's a big party with a huge raffle. Um, that's inclusive also of the race fee. And then you have online support from me and Jim Lafferty. We answer all emails. So, and then there's an e-group also. So you get emails from us regularly. And then the Facebook group. So basically, it's like three, two, four, six months of running. And then the race is like, yun, oh, super well-organized race. With, with yun, You'll just have a lot of fun. It's different from all other races right now. Ah, sorry, it open ayun, it opens August to September. So just check the bullrunner.com for, for more info. We also have a website, tbrdream.com. So that's okay. the website for the race. So again, we'll put all of those in the in the show notes so that our listeners yeah. can can click on that Thanks. link. Now, you mentioned nga na, for example, like this uh dream marathon in a matter of minutes puno agad yung yung registration. So 
Um, yeah. well, I also witness yung sa mga malls, uh, for example, yung mga Nat Geo run. Well, actually, talaga ako, I'm, I, I'm a newbie. I'm actually uh, not a runner. So, I, I, but I just see it in the mall na talagang parang ang daming um, people talaga interested uh-huh. in nag-register. Uh, do you think um, it's still uh, booming pa rin? Or since 2008, 2009? Or uh-huh. is it in the decline? Is it Just a fad, um, do you think? Like, for example, think, badminton? Yeah. Um, so, in terms of the number of runners running, the numbers are actually still increasing. Like, you have, like, the Run United races now, even, like, the Kondura Marathon, we're hitting, like, 12,000, 13,000 runners. So it's still bigger, actually, than 2008, 2009 levels. And more people are still coming in starting to run, it's just really the most convenient sport. The thing is, I think, siguro, it's just not as noisy as 2008-2009. It's not as fad fad type anymore because I think triathlon has come in. But there, uh, I think running is here to stay. There's a worldwide boom kasi. So even abroad, Marathons are selling out so quickly. Um, so locally, we're seeing more and more runners still interested in the sport. The main difference only compared to the early days of running in 2008-2009 is that people are running longer distances now. So they're more advanced. Um, like before, if I ran 21K, Kaunti lang kami, ako mm-hmm. lang, mga iilan lang kaming babae. Mm-hmm. Now, wow, I now there are some races that the 21K holds the most number of participants, more than the 5 or the 10K. So there oh. you see lang that the runners are more advanced. But yeah. still, madami pa rin sumasali sa 5 and sa 10. So madami pa rin na beginners. Ganon. Mm-hmm. So umiba lang, I think, the profile of the runners. But still, there, there's still a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's so probably, no, na, yun nga, na, they, kaya maraming nasa 21K now is because they came from, they started a few years ago na 5K, 10K. So, Uh-oh. so it tells me that people are talagang motivated to continue and hindi lang yung Filipino trait na, they just start and they just stop. So, Uh-oh. why do you think, is, is it because addicting ang, ang running? Well, if you ask me, yeah. That's <laughs> me. Yeah. Um, but I think, um, First, the main reason, yeah. I think, mm-hmm. is that it's really just a very convenient, accessible, affordable sport. It's so perfect for Pinoy's. Mm-hmm. Um, Diba? It's cheap. You can run anywhere. Yeah. It's a social sport because you can make chismes while you're running. <laughs> you can have breakfast after the run mm. with your friends. Pinoy's are like that, eh, diba? They mm. like, yeah. they like, they're social people. Um, Even during the run, nagkukwentuhan sila. Pag long run, there's even more chit-chat. Um, it's just a really easy sport to get into. So I think that's why people are staying. Now, to stay even longer, 
I think what comes into play and what's important is to have a supportive group of people around you who will continue to run. It it may get boring kasi if you're alone lang and mm-hmm. then, ba? what, you'll run alone every single day. Pe- some people can do that. Some people can survive. In fact, one of those are me. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm an introvert. I like running mm-hmm. on my own most of the time. But for most people, when like a whole office mm-hmm. gets into it, Mm-hmm. ba? A whole barkada gets into it. Then nagkakayayaan. Oh, let's join this race. Let's all train for this race. That keeps a lot of individuals motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if they compete amongst each other for fun, it also keeps them excited and eager to run. Aside from that, there's a lot of support from sponsors. Mm-hmm. Like, yun, the bigger races who continue to make the races more exciting. Like, they level it up every year to give something new to the runners, to make runners want to sign up and train for the race. Because mm-hmm. one of the key things with running is that if you just have a goal all the time, like, let's say, I sign up for a race three months ahead. The next three months, I'm just working for that goal, and that's what keeps me motivated. That's what keeps me getting out of the door every day to train for that particular goal. So, when there are many races, good ones, well-organized ones, the runners are just you know, eager and craving to run some more. Mm-hmm. So, it's a, a lot of factors that keep running alive. Mm-hmm. And you know, hopefully, it continues. I think naman, um, even you know, if the fad, the running boom dies down a bit, there's still a deep, passionate, um, group of runners who will continue to keep the sport alive in the country. Mm-hmm. I'd like to add yung observation ko rin kasi I used to work in the BGC area during that time, 2008-2009. I think uh-uh. uh, yung area na BGC contributed also to the running boom because oh, yung, at the time talaga sa office, everyone will, oh, ano tayo? Takbo tayo, ganyan-ganyan. So, parang oh, it's very convenient kasi before, Makati lang, di ba? Na, hindi ka naman makakatakbo around uh, Makati CBD. So, with, yeah. uh, yun nga, with BGC, it's very convenient convenient for runners. I think it also added, tapos di ba dun yung mga events ng... Exactly, the onion races. And what's funny is that um, when I met June Bisnar, the GM of Novali, prior to him handling Novali, he was the one who managed, he was the one who developed Bonifacio High Street. And his background was, he was into running and outdoor sports, and he made sure that there'd be a lot of open space for running. Mm So, buti na lang, diba? Because, yeah. yeah, it became like the hub of running. Actually, mm-hmm. even me, when I started getting more active with running clinics, mm-hmm. the running clinics were held in BHS. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah. was there like twice a week, meeting new mm-hmm. people there, running loops around Bonifacio High Street. Yeah. So, it was fantastic, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, um, re- wow, we've talked... Um, and dami nating napag-usapan na topics um and uh <laughs> um i think we're going over time but um uh probably one of my last few questions would be like for me ako nga as i mentioned um may only sport is basketball and um 
inya um I'd like to try running but yeah. it's parang ang daming barriers for me na for example um, like what area because I, I'm I'm in an area na hindi conducive to running yes. for me uh-huh. ha, and um wala nakakatamad to be honest so I'd rather yeah yeah so well for example freelancers like you who have uh who, who, who are probably uh well like me also na stuck in the computer the whole day so tapos yeah. yun nga there and dami excuses when it comes to running uh-huh. they're interested to start but They don't they know, don't know how, how. They don't start. know how to push themselves. So, yeah. what do you suggest, or what are your tips for those people like me? Okay, I think um, number one is I guess it would depend because on your personality, right? If you're mm-hmm. a self-starter or if you're a social person, but I guess um, in general, number one would be to join a running group. If you're not the type na who can get started or you don't know where to begin or mm-hmm. you don't want to be trying out running for the first time, not knowing what to do, diba? Join mm-hmm. a running group. There's like a lot of run clinics now everywhere, actually. Um, and yun, uh, mm-hmm. if And there, kasi in the running group, you can ask already what to use, what to wear, how to begin. Mm-hmm. Now, if you cannot find a running group, or you find it a hassle, or it's too far for you, or it's too inconvenient, then just get a running buddy, like mm-hmm. your wife, mm-hmm. or your office mate, diba? mm-hmm. or even better if the buddy is a runner already. So as long as you're two people, and you can hold each other accountable, and like you can set a date, kunwari, oh, we'll run tomorrow, tapos let's say nagising ka bukas tapos sinatamad ka you mm-hmm. can't back out eh diba because mm-hmm. you already set the date that. with yeah. a friend mm-hmm. so you're gonna be forced to show up aside from that it makes the running more fun mm-hmm. you can talk diba you can yun you talk make kwento it it makes the time um, pass by quicker mm-hmm. uh, another way would be to get a running coach If you're willing to spend for it, then a running coach will be able to guide you into training, into proper form, what to wear. He can probably even help you train for your very first race. Mm-hmm. And if you're competitive, especially, that will help a lot. Because mm-hmm. you can be training alone on your own with the guidance of a coach. And as time passes, you will be able to find friends in the running community eventually. It's just, diba? it will happen. So, mm. yun. Um, yun, I think those are the three main ways for you to get started if you really have no clue. But like me, diba? I started with a treadmill at home. Mm-hmm. So, because I'm an introvert and I'm an <laughs> antisocial person. <laughs> But, yun, eventually, kasi if you just join races, Uh, you you will find a good group of friends who you will be able to run with. Well, first of all, I don't. You don't strike me as introvert. <laughs> I am secretly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Well, secondly, as a follow up, um, where do you find a good running group? So, is TBR a running group, or 
Um, it's not meant to be a running group because I was always very wary of creating like a group under the TBR name because I don't want to manage people. Diba? Um, but organically, because of the alumni of the marathon, it has grown into actually several groups. Mm-hmm. They don't call themselves TBR per se, but like now there's like um, a group in the South mm-hmm. composed of alumni who trained the last batch of runners who joined my race. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a QC group. So the groups have formed on their own. Mm-hmm. Now, if you join, let's say, Konwari TBR Dream 2015, the next race, mm-hmm. that one, you don't even have to form your group. I mean, we if you just join the run clinics every month, you will be able to find the people there who are geographically close to you so that, kasi there's, ano, there's portions there na homework. Mm-hmm. Kasi we meet once a month, but there's training every three times a week, right? Mm-hmm. So it will happen, as I've seen in the past, that in the Facebook group, someone will say, oh, I live in QC, who wants to run with me? Oh, tapos mag, up sila ng sarili nilang group to, mm-hmm. to do the program that was um, required in the TBR Dream Marathon. So yes, mm-hmm. actually to put it plainly, yes, you will find a running group if you join the TBR Dream. But yun nga, we don't call it the TBR running community mm-hmm. or whatever. It's just really little groups within the TBR Dream Marathon um, race that find themselves wanting to be surrounded by people who will run with them. Mm-hmm. So ayun lang. It so- grows and... It grows first as a training group for the race, but as I've seen in the past five years, it developed into deeper friendships, lifelong friendships even. They're so well bonded that yun, even from the first batch of TBR Dream, I see them now, they volunteer together to, to support our runners and there's still one group. Diba? Naging ninong na at ninang ng mga anak. Yung ganun type. <laughs> ganun type. Yeah. So, ang dami mo na siguro inaanak. Oo, ngayon <laughs> last, last week nga, we had the party um, parang to celebrate the last batch that graduated. That, they, we call it that. Eh. They, they, they finished the race, they're graduates, they're alumni. And this was the South group. Mm-hmm. So, in that party, they were like 50 and from each batch of the five years of the race, meron nandoon. Mm-hmm. And parang one person who spoke called me like the mommy of everyone. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> I feel so old. So you're like the queen bee, you know? Na, daming mga ano, children. <laughs> Oo. Kasi nga, actually, natawa ko nga when they called me mommy, diba? But in truth, when it's like actually it it really is the case because you know we start with them they some of them don't know anything in running mm. i mean we start with them some of them ask us basic questions na parang what shoe what what do i what do I type run? of shoe do i buy you <laughs> oh, oh even ganon what's the proper form yung super basic questions mm. and then you see them crossing the finish line becoming marathoners and they're really like Oh my God, they're like my babies. 
diba? So, ganun talaga yung parang, oh, wow. you, they, you can't help but get sentimental. Diba? Mm. So, yun. Wow, parang, yun. So, kunyari, for me, I, I'd like to join. I, do I just search uh, TBR in Facebook or TBR running group? Kasi matagal oh, pa yung ah, dream, TBR oh, dream eh. So, for example kasi lang. Kasi, oh, oh. as of now, oh, oh, pa, I don't think, parang mahihirapan ka to join a TBR running group if you're not an alumni. Mm-hmm. Unless, siguro, you know an alumni. Mm-hmm. And then, yung parang sama-sama. Because it's not naman na they're so exclusive yung, ah, hindi ka alumni, mm-hmm. hindi ka pwede sumali. But it's just that you won't be able to find them. And maybe the easiest way for you is, yon to tap a friend oh can you make me some bring me mm. to the CBR running group or NQC or whatever or maybe for you like kunare depends on where you live I can mm. just ask them now mm. after we speak and I'll say oh I have a friend he marv he wants mm. to run can you bring him along mm. diba? or I yon, can rin, yeah. I can just name drop uh, I, I interviewed uh, Jamie Pizarro so ah ah yon kasi they're a great group um what what we try to practice kasi with my dream marathon is parang yun nga i was kind of traumatized with that that phase in running when everyone was just complaining in mm-hmm. fact i almost shut down my blog because i was just so annoyed with how runners had had transformed into parang complainers mm-hmm. and buti na lang i didn't shut it down and i just realized I I have a chance. I have the opportunity to change people's minds to create a paradigm shift, de ba? Mm-hmm. And so I tried it with a blog, and then I tried it also with a marathon. As mm-hmm. in, while I was organizing the marathon, I told suppliers, I told sponsors that it was a condition that everyone who who volunteered or helped organize the race were good and positive people. Mm-hmm. Pe- people who were the good side of the running community because there was a time na parang there's like a bad side. You know how Talaga. communities grow and become yeah. bigger and then, diba yung parang kasi sobra ng magulo, ang dami ng personalities, mm-hmm. may bad, may good. Um, that was my, that was my goal in the start of TBR Dream Marathon and until now na I don't want runners who will criticize, who will intimidate new runners. Kasi may ganun eh, di ba? Yung parang, mm-hmm. ay, ako, naka ilan 42K na ako, ikaw, wala pa? <laughs> yung may mga ganun, di ba? Yung may yaba. Talaga. So may criteria, oo, oh, oh, may ganun. Mm-hmm. Siya, like any other community, I guess, mm-hmm. there's there's the obnoxious, there's the humble, there's the good, there's the bad. Mm-hmm. Um, there's people who are selfish with their knowledge. There's people who are generous who will share all their knowledge about running. Iba-iba lang talagang personality. So, if with the Dream Marathon, yon yung criteria ko na dapat selfless, generous, mm-hmm. positive, um, helpful. And that's what we tried to do with the atmosphere of the race. So... Thankfully, it's been successful. I mean, we've done five years and we're pretty proud of all the runners who have graduated from the race. Most of them finish the race and come to me on race day saying, parang, I'm a finisher and tell me next year how I can help. Ganon. 
So it's a it's like wow, you really mm. see the good in people um in this race. So yeah, it's just been really really fantastic. Because there's there's this there, there's this quote um about racing eh, na parang mm. they say it for triathlons, you can say it for the marathon, but the marathon doesn't build character. It actually reveals it. Mm. And that's true. While you're training, you see the truth in every personality. You see kung tamad siya, mm-hmm. kung masipag siya, diba? kung mabait siyang tao or mabilis mapikon. Mm-hmm. Um, you basically see uh, like a small small example of how the world really, really mm-hmm. is through a marathon. Mm-hmm. And yun, thankfully, what we see so far is really the good that people um, are inherently good. And they will support others. They will help others. They want to succeed, but they also want others to succeed. So th- those are my learnings then from the race. Now, uh, well, before we go, what's your one tip to our for our listeners out there who, yun nga, um, who are either stuck, for, for, in, for example, in uh, blogging, in graphic designing and freelancing or any sport, uh, what's your uh, tip for, for them? For those who are stuck and they want to do something, yes. but they don't know how to start. Mm-hmm. It's always just really go out and do it. Um, I read this really great tip online and I try to practice it all the time. It They said, ready a fire aim. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, the um, Because, like I said, when when I started, I was just go, go, go. I was, I, cre- I started everything so fast. I would write blog posts in five minutes because it really just came from the heart. Um, even the race, DPR Dream Marathon, we organized that in two to three weeks, then mm-hmm. launched. Uh, there will be things that you're unsure of. You will have your doubts. You will get scared when you're about to jump and take that leap of faith. But mm-hmm. it's when you're really scared to do it and or when you really don't want to do it and then you take that leap. That's when the magic happens. Eh? Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't, and then you're going to be stuck in your mediocre life. Diba? So. What running has taught me actually was to live life fully. As in, even if you can go 110%, go for it. Because every day, I don't have to run. I don't have to run marathons. Diba? Why do I have to tire myself out? And, and diba? for what? Mm. To get a medal and to not... I, I'm not going to win a race. I'm not going to win grand prize or a prize money. But the end of the day, kasi, it's really about living your life to the fullest. So if, if like you're faced with doubts or um, issues that you don't want to do something and you're lazy or you have your fears because you may fail at a business that you've been dreaming of, always just go for it. And then... Um, Take that leap, and 
if it's the wrong decision, then fix it after. You, you can still make adjustments. If it's the wrong decision, then correct, correct it or change it after. But what's important is that you did it. Diba? You took mm-hmm. the risk. So it's always like that. Every single day, a runner will lie in bed and think, what if I just don't do it? What if I yeah, just don't yeah. lace up? Nothing's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Diba? But when you do, you always end up feeling fulfilled, feeling glad that you did it because you, you conquered your own enemies, which is really just you at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sige. Tomorrow, I'll, I'll start running. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> motivated na ako. Oo. Uh, so, well, uh, siguro yung uh, I'll follow your tip na siguro, ano muna, 5K and or uh-uh. unti-unti. Slowly. Unti-unti. Yes. Agree. So, would you have, do you have anything aside from that TBR dream? Any th- upcoming event? Anything to promote? To our uh, listeners, actually, right yeah, we have an upcoming event. Um, I haven't announced it yet on the blog. Uh, I haven't announced it anywhere, but mm-hmm. I'll tell you now because I'm going to announce it anyway uh, within an, a week or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're coming up with an all-woman race, so it's the Carb Trim Bull Runner All-Woman Race. Mm-hmm. It's going to be on July 27 in Philinvest Corporate City. So as the name suggests, it's going to be only for women, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> A few men can join, provided that they wear tutus when they run. So they're gonna be like honorary women for the day. But yeah, that's my that's like is that um, a joke or ne- No, serious. Oh, serious? When you sign up, it's with your race kit, the okay. tutu. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's going to be a fun-filled day for women. Uh, it's it's for beginners, it's for non-runners, but it's also for competitive runners because we're giving away cash prizes. That's my next advo- advocacy, really, to get more people, more women, to become more active. Because, like me, parang the mom is the one who sets the, the more like the atmosphere or guides the entire family into living the, the unactive lifestyle. So if we can get more moms, more sisters and diba, more titas and more girls to run then and I think that's gonna be a great men thing. Men in tutus? Yes, men in tutus. <laughs> <laughs> so there. More, more info on that on yeah. the bullrunner.com well, and the week come. Well, most probably naman the, the blog will come first. Uh, this will be uh, posted about two, two weeks from now. So. Ah, ayun. Uh, Na-announce na siguro yeah. by then. Anyway, so thank you again, Jamie. It's been a pleasure. It's been entertaining. You're not an introvert. I don't. I don't believe that. <laughs> so <laughs> how? <laughs> how will people, if they want to get in touch with you, how, how do they reach you? Uh, they can email me at thebullrunner at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Don't send Facebook message because I don't check that too often. So uh-huh. always through email or comment on the blog. Yeah. What about Twitter? Because I see you also have uh, yeah, Twitter. massive and following Instagram. in Twitter. Yeah. Yep. So yep. Twitter, you answer? Yeah, all the time. So Twitter, my name there is The Bull Runner. Mm-hmm. On, on Instagram, it's Jamie Pizarro. Okay. So either way. Awesome. Thank you, Jamie. Thank 
Thank you I'm too. So this was fun. Yeah. So maybe are, are you will you be starting a podcast also? Uh, no. <laughs> no. I can't figure out all the technology. Diba? Unless siguro ikaw na lang gagawa ng back-end. Pwede pa. Yeah, we can talk about it later. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have a good night. Have a good night. Alright. That was Miss Jamie Pizarro of TheBullRunner.com here for the Freelance Blend Podcast. Again, thank you, Jamie, for inspiring us. Uh, a truly enriching episode. And in fact, I said nga na hopefully I, I'll start running. I've been walking the past few days. Yung I mentioned the blog uh, in a previous episode I, that I started exercising a little every day. So, well, to be honest, um, since January, uh, I was started uh, doing that, yung exercising at least once a day, at least seven minutes. Well, I started to um, stop a bit. So, well, I'll, I'll try to come back to it and nga, maybe walk and then start running and maybe, who knows, join a marathon like yung sinasabi ni Jamie na TBR Dream Marathon. Well, it's, uh, it's a challenge for me. I hope, ah. Huh? So, you guys, I... Well, so especially for freelancers who are always in front of the computer, why not? Diba? As Jamie said, just go, go, go. Just, uh, minsan yung, well, most of the time, our enemy is ourselves. Ourselves. So, you know, so just, just go out there and walk or run, diba? So, thank you again, Jamie. And now, um, we just would like to remind everybody of our promo. Uh, we mentioned during the episode 11 with, with Mr. Genesis Rionico of a free uh, training course from Online Jobs University. So it's still ongoing. It will end in April uh, 15, 2014. So please just leave a comment in the blog post and you'll get a chance to win a free online job starter training program worth 4,500 pesos. And then lastly, please subs- continue to subscribe to Freelance Blend Podcast. If you think your friend will benefit from this podcast, so please share it with them. Just forward the links or lead them to uh, freelanceblend.com or freelanceblend.com slash iTunes to subscribe directly to iTunes. Well, that's it for tonight. Thank you very much for joining us and peace to everyone. Thanks for listening to the Freelance Blend podcast. For more details about the show and our thriving freelancer community, please visit us at www.freelanceblend.com.